So if you can believe it, we are now in the fifth week of Lent, the fifth of six weeks. Next Sunday is Palm slash Passion Sunday. That means we have 14 days to go until Easter. 14 more days of wandering and wondering through the heaviness of this season. 14 more days of spending time thinking about how the life and death of Jesus impacts our understanding of the resurrection. And for us specifically, 14 more days of contemplating how queer lives and faith can inform our own faith. Once again, uh, for those who maybe haven't been here, for Lent this year we are doing a sermon series based on a book uh, by an Episcopal priest called Queer Virtue. And this is the basic theory. One discerns an identity, one risks telling oneself and others about that identity, one engages with others, touches others to explore that identity, one confronts and is confronted by scandal, And one lives out one's identity with and through community, looking to the margins to see who is not yet included. And this theory is that this is the uh, queer experience of God as well as the Christian experience. Uh, So it's the queer experience and the Christian experience of the world. So, so far we've uh, looked at identity and we've looked at risk. And last week, Laurel shared with us about touch. If you've missed any of these, they are available on our podcast uh, that you can find uh, through uh, either our Facebook or our website. And today we're going to pick up with the theme of adoption. Now, as a concept, this is actually really simple. In fact, I struggled to actually write a full sermon because I felt like I said everything in the beginning. Uh, Adoption is the idea that one does not have to be born into a group or a family to belong, and that families are created in many, many ways. Adoption then becomes a way that we are invited in, we are connected, we find belonging, and we are invited to receive this adoption as a free gift. Now, in in the queer experience, this is especially important because family gets complicated. While there are many who experience uh, acceptance from family during the coming out process, many also experience varying degrees of rejection. And because of this, many times queer communities, those who have experienced the acceptance and experienced the rejection, come together and create family for one another. And family begins with an invitation. In thinking a little bit about my own experience, it reminds me of uh, how important it was in my own formation uh, to be adopted into a queer family. Uh, and how much that played an important role in helping me adjust and understand myself. Uh, for me, in South Georgia in the early 2000s, there were not many safe places for queer people to just be. And so the only safe place that I found, that many of us found, was the local gay bar. And it was this gathering place for LGBTQ folks from really around the surrounding region because Again, this is South Georgia, and there's a lot of places with not much of anything. And so this was one of the places where folks could go and be safe and meet others. It was a space where I could explore my own identity, and I could let down my barriers, and 
It was a space and a community that invited me in with open arms to be me and to love myself without condition. And it began with invitation to be connected and to be family, to be adopted into this new community. Now there's also this guy that's competing on American Idol right now. And I'm going to go ahead and confess something. I've never really watched American Idol. Uh, and I've only picked up on this because, this one, uh, because of this one particular competitor. Uh, he's a preacher's kid. He's from Catonsville, uh, which is close to Baltimore. And he's also gay. And in the weird way that we sometimes connect with folks, I'm only like one or two degrees separated from knowing him. Um, and really, that's why he came to my attention, because my Facebook feed from all the folks that I know that know him filled up my Facebook feed with all of his, uh, the things about him getting selected for the show. Um, but why I'm bringing that up now is because of something that happened on a recent episode. Uh, Post-performance, he was conversing with the judges, and I heard the voice of God through the mouth of Katy Perry. <laughs> I'll get to why that is in a second. You see, he is someone who has a very complicated relationship with his family. They don't exactly accept his sexuality or his relationship. And... Even watching this clip, he talks about wanting to dedicate this song to his parents, but his parents weren't there. And Katy Perry, who, if you don't know, is also, she's also a PK or a preacher's kid, she channeled the voice of God. And she said, I just want to say from one pastor's kid to another that I see you and I love you and I accept you and I am so proud of you. Katy Perry, whether she realized it fully or not, was offering an invitation to be, to be family, to be connected. There was a sense of adoption there. And that's what we're talking about tonight. Now, I partly reference Katy Perry as the voice of God here because, well... I thought it was funny. Because <laughs> I was actually sitting with Laurel as we were planning out the bulletin and I came across this video. I'm like, oh my gosh, Katy Perry is the voice of God. Because so much of what she says is so much of what I hear God saying in this text. In the letter to the Galatians, Paul writes that Jesus came that we might be loosed from the burden of the law and freely adopted as children of God. Jesus came to let us know, and the Holy Spirit has followed, uh, that we might also know that God is inviting us in. And that all we have to do to join this family is freely walk into it. Basically, it's an invitation that says, I see you. I know you. I love you. And if you're willing... I want you in my family. And this God is offering us that opportunity to be adopted, to receive this incredible gift, not forcing it on us, not requiring it of us, but absolutely inviting us in 
And to take that step and to receive our adoption into God's family and to be connected with the entirety of the body of Christ. Adoption is then that reaching out and connecting others, creating family. This is whether they are the only family you have or an expanding of the family you have. And there's another part of this that's really important because like families we're born into, we don't get to choose who is part of the family. Or at least we shouldn't try to. I know folks like to make jokes about the LGBTQIAAA1+, because it's a bit of an alphabet soup. But that's because in the queer community, you're invited to come and be you, to be yourself. And really, for the number of individuals that we are on the planet, there is also an equal number of identities. And, you know, some of us, we do fit into these bigger groups and larger categories, but not everyone. And so the definition expands further and further, and the acronym does as well, because we want everyone, even in hearing the acronym, to know they are invited and welcome. And it should be the same way for the body of Christ. Again, even though it's not always that way. You see, we're not supposed to be picking and choosing who gets to join the body. We're not supposed to be going through and being like, okay, you are holy enough, but you, I don't think so. We're supposed to be welcoming and inviting instead of trying to self-select our family. This means that if someone comes and, you know, they've never been to church in their entire lives and maybe they know absolutely nothing about Jesus, they are welcome. And they're welcome right alongside the person who has been in church their entire life and has an encyclopedic knowledge of Christian faith in the Bible. It means that one person who really, really, really bugs you, that you can't stand being around, they're included. Right alongside the person that is your most favorite person in the world. And everyone in between. And this is not just an invitation that welcomes us in the doors. It is an invitation that invites us from the very beginning to be equally and wholly connected to one another. To, be, to receive this invitation is to be adopted. Not to just be tolerated or put up with, but to be on the same footing going forward as one body and nothing less. This is what it means to be adopted into the family of God and to be a child of God. To be, it means to be equally loved, to be equally flawed, to be equally forgiven, and to be equally invited. And this is something that we really could learn from the queer community. See, we shouldn't be so afraid about adding one more letter. We shouldn't be afraid of expanding the invitation into the body of Christ. We should not be afraid to say, I love you and I care about you, even though I really don't even know you yet. 
We should not be setting up the church to say that if you're not in 100% alignment with me, then I cannot abide in a church body with you. Instead, we should be matching God's invitation and saying to all, you are welcome. And we are actually not complete unless you are here with us. And all of us, we should all long to be one with one another. And that's what it means to be adopted into God's ever-expanding family. The table, table is never too full. The family never runs out of room. We're never not good enough to belong. And we're never done inviting everyone to come beside us as we become, come beside them. So as we move into these final two weeks of Lent, I hope we'll remember that Jesus came to teach us a new way. It was a new way for all. And Jesus died so that we all might know the great depth of God's love for us. May it be so for us here, even today. Amen.